Welcome to Season 2, Episode 26 of the Principals Podcast. This is Tom Gabern, Principal of Kenton High School, joined by our two outstanding hosts. First, our senior, Layla Gilbert. And our junior, who really has taken ownership of Braden the Hunt. And that's Braden Hunt. Um, also, our very, very special somebodies today, um, back from the past, the originators of the Principals Podcast, Year One, we have... Jack Asoric. <laughs> Donnie Maynard, back from the and grave. His partner. Yes. Yes. Glad We're glad back. to have you guys back. We had I can't, glad I can't believe I'm seeing these two men back on the pod. It's <laughs> crazy. Digging. We've been, I, I've been like, if we're getting anyone back on the podcast, Mr. G, it's them too. And when he gave me ownership back to start moving some things forward after his schedule just became too much, I was like, yep, it's the first thing I'm trying to do is get these two guys back on. Yeah, we need well, a resurrection yeah. here. Yeah. I mean, that was that was their wish. Our last episode, I think it was episode 20, was the last time during the pandemic we had you guys, you know, we closed out the year. And that was your your last wish was, hey, get us back on when we're in Cincinnati. And so here we yeah. are. Yeah. We yeah. Are. It would have been yeah. awesome if we could have came back and met at the podcast studio in person. But, you know, COVID restrictions. So, yeah. And all- I mean, the virtual is working well. I mean, the, yeah, yeah. This is we came in. Well. No, no troubleshooting. And I mean, it works. Yeah. It's a lot better than yeah. when we tried starting doing the virtual last year. That was I mean, that first yeah. one was kind of oh, rough. Yeah. <laughs> for the i remember we had to uh call who is it i think for it was the episode reinhardt. 20, it was reinhardt. It was reinhardt yeah we yeah. called him on the phone and just held the phone up to the microphone yeah we <laughs> just did, like, interviewed him that time. way yeah um yeah. i still remember our pilot episode we did in that in the green room oh see. with john <laughs> we were just oh, passing yikes. the microphone back and forth oh jeez <laughs> that was awesome i'm happy that me and Layla didn't have to experience any of that we came yeah. in the only yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> the only thing that I don't like is I will never get over you two for getting those horrible mic stands. I hate them. The mic What's stands. The mic they stands. Don't, they don't the like Joe the, Rogan. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. You don't. Yeah, you guys like don't them. Those are awesome. <laughs> those are the best. They fall apart like crazy. They take. They for just don't like that. Screw them together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like them, so they're staying. Those are like the most the professional part. Yeah. That was Look like that. that was what made me feel like Joe Rogan was those <laughs> was those scissor arm stands. <laughs> I think Brayden complains about them every single time we have to set them up. It's just yeah. a little bit extra work, B. That's it. Come on, man. I, I don't mind setting them up. They're just like, I just, like, I, they're a cool idea, but they're just very low quality. You got to make sure the knobs are loose enough so that it stays adjustable, but tight enough so that it, like, it's not that yeah. hard. There's a nice little happy medium. I do remember, though, Donnie, when we set up the podcast, it would take us a little bit just to get everything set up and the arms were a little fidgety but oh come on anyway. if we had a studio or a dedicated room then it would have been great oh, still stop complaining still plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so All real right. quick um to our listeners thank you for tuning in and and sharing in the second year tradition and production of the podcast we hope to retain previous listeners and of course our weekly goal is to gain more listeners so um we want them to tune in and, and hear our voices here at khs um hey what is the principles podcast? How do you define that principles podcast? Go ahead, Braden. Well, to me, the principles podcast is a weekly podcast to connect with our Kenson stakeholders, especially students and parents who want a snippet of what is going on. That's and right. I do want to point out that I have that memorized. Oh, okay, Braden. <laughs> well done. Better than well I could done. ever do. <laughs> sure. uh, for me, it's an opportunity to um, model some of the creative programming and instruction that takes place here in the high school, um, highlighting innovation, um, which is really still a primary initiative to get students exposed um, to the newest and greatest devices and programs. So they are preparing you know, with some good life skills. Um, especially running these courses out of the hub, which is a great space, which I know Donnie and Jack experienced a little bit, um, you know, last year. And these numbers, just so you guys know, they continue to grow. They continue to go. We're adding another digital design part two next year. So um, it's, it's working. Everything that we kind of originated is working. It's growing. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the main goal. Layla, uh, where can people follow us? 
Yeah, you know, you guys should follow us on Twitter, either at KHS Bomber Media or at TGabram underscore KHS. Now we got to do the hashtag. Three, hashtag. two, one. Hashtag, hashtag Principles Podcast. Podcast. I was going to jump in for that. <laughs> Donnie. We I, I, oh, sorry. I didn't I didn't know, man. Like, I don't know where I stand at this anymore. All right, Chuck, go ahead. You can, you got <laughs> You're on air, so you can say it if you want. Hashtag principles podcast. (laughs) It sounds right. And um, I I feel like I want to give a shout out to Mr. Reinhardt today. Uh, We had him on the podcast last week. Um, He's a great man. I bought a new car from him a couple months ago. First of all, dealing with him, um, his car salesman, Isidro, they do great work over at Ganley Chevy of Aurora. I appreciate everything they do for us, especially this mic I'm using over here. While even we're virtual, it sounds great. Everything, soundboard, we got all these headphones. Really appreciate what Mr. Reinhardt does for the podcast, keeping us up to date with the equipment. We're actually... um couple things with Mr. Reinhardt. Um, we've asked him for some advertisement, some recordings, some like music with Ganley that we could, you know, program in. We just kind of, you know, whoever's doing the editing, it, it kind of goes right in when, when we do the shout out. Um, and then like we were planning to go off campus for one of the episodes, you know, we're going to go to that showroom out in Aurora one of these mm-hmm. days. So yeah, great. Yeah. We've been saying one of these days for a while. I'm, we we're, we'll, we'll get that going. Do we do we know where we're supposed to do that at, Mister G? In the showroom, like big center? Yeah, I think he just wants us to uh, set up some tables. So you know, I think he wants to do it like on a Saturday where he has a good flow of traffic. Okay, um, you know, so people can see the good stuff we're doing and how he supports you know Kenston. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea to me and. Now I think it's time to move on to the two main men on the screen. <laughs> the big man last year, Donnie Maynard and Jack Kasorik. How are we doing, boys? I'm really good right now. Doing well. I'm I'm tired. I'm stressed. It's finals week and it's hectic, but you know we're we're making through. Yeah, I'm happy same. you guys the got finals on. Are tough. I'm happy you guys got on here. I mean, with finals and everything, it seems yeah. early to be wrapping up. It does. It is. It is. It's, like it's so early because we yeah. missed uh, having a spring break completely. So we only had two, what they were called were reading days. And so they were just, I think it was like the 23rd of February and like the 23rd of March. And it was just a Wednesday in the middle of the week where we just didn't have any class. But yes. those are the only two days that we had off. But so that's why we're getting home earlier. And that's, is this like reasoning is because of COVID to justify just kind of shortening the year and get you guys. Yeah. I don't even, I really don't, I don't know why the spring break was just cut. I don't know. Like I I actually do not know, but maybe it was probably because of COVID. They wanted to limit like the amount of kids going back home and coming back and traveling. Yeah. Yeah, So that was just the way. It's understanding, but I mean, it's also unfortunate, but I mean, they got to do what they got to do to keep you guys out there. I know you probably would not rather be there than be at home all year. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to some people. um, We were studying at this library the other day and um, I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, not having spring break is like, really stressful for him because he never had like that that break before finals before he could like you know just kind of readjust where he was at and like focus on his schoolwork so i don't know i think that is something that is a little underrated that spring break was definitely very missed mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. Especially for college where the rigor is a bit more. I mean, while we're on the topic, guys, just give us a little update. How is how's Cincy going? I know you guys too, both Bearcats, big freshmen yeah. there. I mean, yeah. it was a shock when I first heard you guys were going to the same college. And now, I mean, give me an update. How's the year been? Um. Okay, so I, I personally, the online classes have been not it. They, they haven't been fun. But honestly, college you really couldn't have been prepared for this. Like I, I, I didn't know what it was going to look like at all. Like we have at UC something called canvas and I'm sure all most colleges have something similar, but it's like an online, basically all of your classes, you find all your assignments all through this one thing called canvas. And so we have to go on there and some teachers have due dates for assignments and some 
don't. And sometimes you miss assignments because you missed the class because it's just a lot. It's really the online is, is really hard to balance sometimes. Are you guys full online or do you have some in person as well? So I actually um, had two in-person classes. I just finished up my last in-person today. But it's not the same socially as you would think. You know, you're not able to really, like, talk to your classmates because you're all six feet apart. So, you know, you're not like, hey, like, you know, can you help me out with the homework? You want to study later? It's like you're all just kind of sitting there, like, just listening to a lecture. But that that I feel like we're focusing a lot on, like, the hardships of the class. Like, yeah, class is really hard, but... You know, there's still ways to meet people like, you know, you go out and then you meet people all the time down here still. So there is yeah. still, it's still fun. Yeah. Since that, it is definitely still fun. Like um, I was really nervous when I came here because, you know, obviously you didn't have any classes to meet people like Donnie said. But funny enough, my dorm here, it's, it's Dabney, is the it's one of the worst dorms. It's really just <laughs> a, a rock. It's gross. It looks like, it's really gross. Uh, it has roaches <laughs> in the in the in the walls. <laughs> The first night, literally, side story, first morning I woke up here, there was a roach like the size of like my palm on the wall. I thought it was a spider, but luckily I sleep on that corner. So I saw it and I thought I killed it. It was a whole big thing. And there's also another roach in my hair the other day. But anyway, so what I thought was going to be the worst dorm because, you know, it looks the worst was actually the easiest to make friends because all of us the second day were just out here knocking on people's doors like who are you who are you who are you everyone is just so nice in college like there's like donnie said there's so many places to meet people and i've stuck with these friends the whole year and they're all super fun so nice glad to hear it's i mean it's becoming easy and honestly i feel like everyone has the same hardship of not having class so everyone's kind of like i gotta outreach like i gotta get out there more so it may balance it i would assume at least yeah yeah somewhat i mean i think that um you're definitely not meeting the people you expected to maybe like you know i haven't really met a ton of people in my major but i have made like a lot of friends in other places like you know just whether that be like playing soccer on the field or like when you're working out you know you just kind of you're just talking to anyone you can so it's just a different audience than you might expect and i think that might be typical though for like for freshmen in college though, because a lot of your classes are, are your basic general ed classes that you're attending. And usually like year two is when you get into more of the, the programming and the master's classes that might, you know, where you, you'll see more people, you know, through those next few years in that class. So, right. um, yeah, but it's, it's definitely a little bit of a different ball game, you know, just because of the limitations of, of the class. So, yeah. um, are there any other like restrictions on campus or is it just kind of the normal, like how life is right now with everybody walking around with masks? It's, it's pretty much everyone's walking around with masks, but, um, you, we have to, we have like this UC COVID check oh my God. that we have to, to put on and say that we're cleared to go on campus, to go into the food courts, except, um, <laughs> It's kind of really janky. Like, it's never worked on my phone. So now we have to, like, create our own COVID checks. But that's – it's whatever. It, the whole system's a little screwed up. But um, it's – it's most people, it's still pretty lively. Like, when I'm walking around or when I'm walking to class at, like, 10 a.m. on Monday, um, there's a lot of people out. And there's a ton of people studying, especially, like, all the buildings Mm-hmm. There's one big one, which is the Linder Business Building, and there's always a ton of people there studying because there's a Starbucks there. So UC is a really nice campus. I, yeah, I, might, I was going to say, I think it might be a little different for us than some other colleges just because our campus is so compact. It's like you have we, – we don't really have a ton of space for people. So, yeah, you're going to have to be like – a little close. So I think they are lenient on some rules because it's impossible to get every kid in the food court and eat without, right. you know, having some type of social distance barrier or like yeah. broken or something. Totally. And I do want to point out both of the prior hosts right now have grown their hair out. <laughs> They're oh, both wow. running. <laughs> haircuts it is a big change donnie's in the afro before but jack 
I have not seen you with this long, long hair time. before. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's certainly I, I've taken on the mountain man look. It's, it's it's like it's always what I've wanted, and I'm glad I can have it now when I'm 19. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit more independence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Donnie, yeah, I, how's your how's your dorm room there? It looks pretty. Uh, is it? Are you in a um, so a newer type of hall? A little oh, bit Donnie, it's such a nice place. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, as I lose my voice, I'll try to explain. Um, so, I had like originally planned to take a gap year. So, when I came to school, I had obviously accepted my acceptance pretty late. So, I didn't get my housing option till pretty late. And because of COVID, they were allowing anyone who requested a single like dorm to get a dorm. So the dorms filled up really quickly and there were no dorms available when I went to get my housing. So I had to get uh, an apartment through the school. And through that, I like I had three other roommates and they all moved out last semester because they went on co-op and the one dropped out. So now I have a four person (laughs) Like new apartment, wow! To myself, and that I just pay the same nice. rate. It it's is really nice. It sounds so yeah. nice. Yeah, it's 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 pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Everything. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> I got a music full studio in the second bedroom. Yeah. Oh yeah, full, full kitchen. Everything. everything. So it's an yeah. apartment. Wow. Yeah. That's so. Crazy. Was it, is it like a two bedroom apartment? So if it's made for four, each of you guys are sharing that the. Uh, yep. Each and then the second room. bedroom, I just turned into this like music studio. So mm-hmm. Jack and I have been so Jack, yeah, practicing. Yeah, and that's we, the only reason that we have been able to keep doing music like we have is because Donnie's roommates all moved out and we got to take over that second room. Yeah. So uh, did you guys yeah. recruit anyone else to, um, you know, fill those voids from the other two? Well, David still goes to UC. (laughs) Yeah. So, but David's um, doing engineering and, you know, he was just slammed. And so he kind of stopped playing the bass and he actually um, gave his bass to me and uh, he didn't like give it to me, but he's letting me borrow it. And I actually played uh, a show on bass with uh, John Palmer and James Craig now at a high level. Nice. Yeah. Dang. That's crazy. Um, that is crazy. All right. Um, wait, so are we going under like the same band name for you two guys or <laughs> no, no, totally actually. different? What'd you guys change about it then? Oh, we, ch- we threw away everything. is a myth at this point. It's gone. <laughs> it is gone. But it will forever live long in Kenston's halls. We but are now Kings of the Sunset Army for yes. anyone who would like to check out. We're moving in a completely new direction, honestly. So it's yeah. been pretty fun. That name is pretty That's cool. Sick. I support it. Kings of the Sunset Army. That's sick. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Thank it, you. It's got a certain ring. How much yeah. have you guys released so far? Uh, album, singles, what are we talking? So we have released one song. It's called Glass Mansions. Uh, in our opinion, it's a very good song. So if anyone wants to go check it out, it's on SoundCloud. You can find our SoundCloud through our Instagram. Um, but we've actually written, we have an entire album. We written. have like two albums written that we Yeah, just we honestly like- have like two <laughs> albums written, but we just don't have anything recorded because recording is a very hard process. And um, we actually had an opportunity to that we thought was going to just generate. We, we were going to go with our friend's um, dad who records in his basement and we did. And then it just didn't sound the way that we wanted it to sound. So then, um, so now we still don't have that album out, <laughs> but it's coming in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least you guys get your music in. I know both of you um, from when I met you doing the podcast last year, you guys seem pretty passionate about that. And yeah. I know Jack, when we were in business together, was talking about how he just was kind of sad. He had to leave it and how. So I'm glad you guys got back into it and found a way to. I mean, it's unfortunate your roommates left, but like, hey, at least. Oh, you guys my. I'm not mad about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Plus, I mean, we got this. I, I still hear that. I listened to the podcast a little bit and I, I still hear that intro jingle and I just started oh, yeah. laughing. <laughs> you know, that's that seems forever ago when we wrote that thing, man. Yeah. Oh, Claps. 
Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> part of our branding there. So No, it works I perfectly. It. I feel like it fits like the little Kenston vibe. I mean, the hometown yeah. feel of the podcast. It's, it's good. Is there like, is that jingle just like that length? Or is that like the start of an actual song or something? That's just that length. I, we that wrote it specifically with the idea of writing a jingle. Okay. That's what I <laughs> yeah. thought. I was yeah. just making sure. All right. Uh, anything else for uh, Layla or Mr. G got for the two guys before we move on to Bomberland? Honestly, so what if, what has been like the best thing about going to college now? Like, uh, Probably... You, it, it depends on what kind of person you are. If you're a person that really knows how to fill up your free time, then you're going to have a good time because like you have so much free time. Like the online school is hard sometimes and sometimes it piles up, but there are some like weeks for me where I would just really have like no homework and I would have nothing to do, but, and I was like sitting in my dorm and I'm like, geez, but luckily I have, if you meet a lot of friends and you have like a lot of stuff to do that you'll be all right. I mean, like that's kind of the best part is the fact that you have so much time. I would, I would say that it's just, um, the freedom, like, you know, you are literally able to just go out whenever you want. I, I, would go rock climbing or with David or, you know, just, you can just do anything on your own time. And it is completely your decision on how you handle yourself and handle that. And it's like having that for the first time, really, I mean, like there might be times where we had it before, but like to really be independent is something that I, I've, I've really loved. And I feel like everyone's committing pretty late this year, but I also think that's just the lack of being able to go see colleges. Yeah. I feel at this time, a good amount of students have an idea of what they want to do. Or like, I feel like last year there was more posts on the senior page of where kids were going at this point. Maybe I'm going crazy, but I think just COVID slowed the, like the, yeah. I mean, I was, I was hesitant. I'm actually, planning on taking that gap year this year i because i really hope that next year for you guys that things go back to you know there will be club sports so this will be something because you know you couldn't join any clubs either this year or anything so you know i understand people's hesitation like it it wouldn't be the worst idea to just see what it's all gonna look like yeah i think part of it too was like um we not only couldn't see the schools but just we had because they were test optional people had the chance and they didn't know if they were going to get into this school that they didn't think they could get into mm. so people were that waiting for those yeah for last test option yeah. man yeah that is yeah that's something we didn't we didn't have mm-hmm. that last year test yeah. optional <laughs> i think it's something i'm hearing colleges are carrying on to honestly i've yeah. heard a couple colleges like um I t- i've toured like six Two of them said they're going to be test optional already. Mm. I saw some schools were getting rid of it and all. Mm-hmm. That's trying. interesting for the kids who would work so hard to get like those high ACT and SAT scores. If you're making that, like not even putting that on the application, that's really interesting. Well, I think yeah. it goes, you know, if you're not showing your score, then you're looking right at your coursework. How rigorous was your coursework? How many APs? What's your honors level tracking? So I think they're still selective. It's just like, you know, option two is, is going right to that transcript instead of comparing you right away with the, the ratings of the test score. So yeah. I think that's probably the, the difference with admissions with the, with the option. Um, yeah, and I'd say that I think the kids that do well are still submitting their scores. So it's not like the work they put in it doesn't matter any longer. Yeah. So, All right. yeah. I got one more question for the guys. Um, I guess, you know, I always we always talk about reflection, right? And so now you guys are one year out of Kenston High School. Um, how well you how well i guess did you feel prepared you know when you you took that first college class i'm i'll take the lead on this because i actually was shocked um when i had written one of my first papers for my english class and i was hearing kids saying they got a c or they got a d on this and i just remember like i had taken ap english my junior junior year and i like always taken honors 
and I got my paper back and I got like a like an A on it or like a 90. And I was just shocked at how well that class had prepared me for just like a writing an essay or writing like a piece yeah. and everyone else I was seeing was not doing well. And I was like, man, maybe maybe I was didn't give Kenston the credit I uh, should have for that class because it really did prepare me. Good. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with Donnie on this one. I actually am writing a paper right now. I'm writing a research paper for my English class, and it's my final paper. And it has to be like, I don't know, six to eight pages. And um, we have to get like a lot of uh, citations, resources and stuff, because, you know, it's a research paper. And I am the second I started writing this, like the um, – I and that my teacher was explaining like to everyone in the class how to be writing a research paper. I was already like planning it out with this. I remember back in Mrs. Joyce's freshman English class. I think it was just mm-hmm. regular English. I know it was honors English, and she taught us about ICE examples and um, or ICE citations. And it's like introduction, citation, and then explanation for like you know citing things in your paper. And I completely like outlined my entire paper around that and then writ- and wrote it and the rough draft is in already and i got like an a on the rough draft so i don't have to edit too much but i really have to thank mrs joyce for telling me that telling me or teaching me that back in the <laughs> freshman year shout out to miss joyce we'll definitely uh, share that with her jack that's awesome yeah um what do you think about you know i and i, I talk about this with parents or new families that come in that that our block schedule is really it's like college prep. It truly is a college prep type of experience because we have to learn to sit in classes, you know, more than 45 minutes, more than 50 minutes. And so when you get to college, you know, the, the hour and a half is, is nothing because you guys have been living it, you know, over the last four years. Did you see an, an easier transition than maybe some other students who are coming from a traditional schedule? Yeah. Definitely, because there there were some classes that I had that went for two hours a couple times because uh, we'd have to meet a lot for it was my business class because it's our learning community has to meet uh, about a project all the time and it was every Sunday at like seven and it would go to like mm-hmm. nine it was just yeah but the eighty minutes in high school was definitely I like I like that for transferring to college that was definitely a easier transition yeah i i definitely think it did because i noticed when i'd be in an 80 minute lecture that you know i'm taking notes and i'm keened in the whole time and i'm able to focus and understand you know what the professor is saying whereas i don't know about some of the other kids or what their schools looked like but you know after 40 minutes you see some kids dozing off or slipping on their hand while they're trying to fall asleep on a desk you know so yeah, I do yeah, think I that definitely prepared me in some some way, maybe more than I realized. It's good to know. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Good job. You're, yeah, you're doing <laughs> good over there, Gabriel. All right, we'll continue doing our thing. <laughs> so, right, quick, let's uh, yeah, go ahead, B. What do you got? We, we ready for the what's happening in Bomberland? Yeah, I think so. All right, uh, I, I did a dive through the the website, finding things um, that were going on, and I realized. We totally had Science Olympiad slip through our fingers uh, last time we met here. Um, I don't truly know many of the members on the high school team, but um, I saw they were going to states. You know, um, they had the drum out, and that's not usually. Uh, we have some sports that usually go to states. I'd say cross countries, like we've done that drum out a good amount, but this is the first uh, Science Olympiad drum out we've had in the high school, and at least I'd say my time here. So. Congratulations to them, Mr. G. Do you know how they did up at States? So because this was a virtual experience, really the whole season has been virtual. Um, we're not going to know for like another two to three weeks, according to Mrs. Colicchio, who's who's leading it. But um, they've done well because obviously they couldn't get together. They couldn't have their large tournament that they've had in the past. Um, so, again, facing those restrictions, like a lot of our extracurriculars, we're still being successful and the kids are still getting a valued experience. Um, they made it to States, even though they were still here in the building doing what we're doing right now, which is connecting virtually. But um, 
but their all of their projects and experiments and everything that Science Olympiad has done has been um, top quality again. And uh, so we wish them, you know, the best of luck when those results come in. So that's a that's a pretty cool way of doing it. I mean, I I guess it kind of sucks that they have to wait on the results, but I didn't. I had no clue that they changed to virtual. Yeah. Do they just do like all their work in the Ox gym or, and then like submit videos or something? Mr. A lot Jay? of the work they're doing at, at home. And then mm-hmm. um, it depends kind of what category, you know, Science Olympia. There's there's a bunch of different categories of building things and then testing them out. And um, so I think it depends what which category you're in and what you can do then with the video camera to, to show things and then um, – there's judges that that then tune in and they watch your project they look at your experiment and then basically it's a rating that you get okay so. that makes sense got it well good for, good for the members of the science olympiad team going out there um i know it's a big deal to make it to states especially doing virtually in a weird year persevering through that uh difference in the competition uh next up to um Two high schoolers are, who really uh, did some great artwork this year. I've never heard of the um, Ohio Governor's Youth Art Exhibition till um, I saw this, but uh, Malcolm Lindner, uh, Maria Vicente, both top 25 pieces in the state in their categories. Yeah, so, um, and Jack and Donnie know, you know, we have a strong reputation for art and you know, every year we're getting some just unbelievable um, projects and, and the creativity that's coming from those those classes and the, the AP students. And Malcolm and Maria are just so talented. And I saw, um, sorry to interrupt, but I did no, see, good. I saw the Malcolm's interview, I think he did with uh, Bomber Media. And uh, yeah, I mean, I follow his art page. He's got some crazy good stuff. He seems like he's just got a lot of good energy through his work and like, I don't know. I've always been like, you know, being artists ourselves, like you just, you know, you love to see that like creative side of people and that, you know, that mentality sometimes. Yeah. I remember always walking through the halls and being blown away with what was on the the walls in the main hall and those glass cases. I never knew, like I never took art cause I took choir, but mm-hmm. I remember all those people who did the paintings like that were amazing. I mean, I'll finish up with the art students, but um, that governor's art exhibition. So that is an annual, Braden, that they get, that they submit to, and then um, it's kind of like a, a state level competition. And again, we we usually have this year, particularly the two top twenty five. I mean, that's that's outstanding performance. But we we're expecting even more students because it continues to go on. Especially this year, the contest is a little bit longer since everything is virtual. But um, what I've been told since it was top 25, they're going to be uh, displayed down in Columbus, like and at some type of, of museum or building for a while near the state house. So that's good stuff. I'm actually headed down there um, for another uh, meeting and I might stop by to see if I can get some pictures to uh, tweet them out. So one big thing I keep hearing this, I actually talked to the guy who hit this uh, walk off hitter at progressive field a couple of days ago, Jake, Jake Vassell, um, the KHS uh, bomber baseball team had a five to four win over Avon Lake and their progressive uh, field game. But this year, something special, kind of like a dream come true type thing in my opinion jake vassell hit a walk-off sack fly for the win in an mlb stadium after he pitched in the game I that sounds that so cool. awesome <laughs> yeah, sounds like a dream about, come true um, exactly yeah. i think for uh media you know how malcolm did that video where it was like in his own words he explained his art i think novak said we're gonna try to get jake in there and do like an in his own words explanation of like going up to the plate and um doing something like that for him because that's crazy i feel like that's like you dream of getting the mlb and hitting a walk off and you could just do right. that in high school that's an espn highlight right there man it is <laughs> No, it was it was kind of cool. One of the I wasn't there, but I know one of the parents. Um, they kind of hit record on their phone when he was, you know, in that situation. So we got that live shot, and I think Bomber Media then um, streamed it. But it's cool to see it in action. You don't see the entire play, but you know, you see the person on third base scoring, and then what's cool is you see the team run out because the game's over right on the diamond, 
and you know they're celebrating no different than the major leagues so it's pretty cool pretty cool for those guys kind of have that uh, major league feeling in high school and i mean well one of them definitely has a good chance to get there the rest of the guys for sure um probably are happy to have that experience i mean uh, ryan gilbert is going to indiana for baseball um i've heard a good amount of people saying he has a very high chance of getting drafted this year from what i said yeah, to ryan and talent. yeah there's um, definitely some talent there and um you know you hear about it all the time with high school kids going right into the baseball draft so um obviously playing in in for the big 10 is huge and and there's definitely talent so we definitely wish him luck that's crazy have we ever had that happen to a baseball player at kenson mr g uh, Pat Porter was probably our last um, uh, exceptional player that I, that I remember. And he did get drafted, but it wasn't until um, like second or third year at Ohio State. He was playing for the Buckeyes. And then oh, he, okay. he lived the minor league life, I think, for about three or four years before he came out. And I now believe he's coaching um, at one of the colleges. Um, not a Big Ten, but a smaller college is is where he's at. So. Um, definitely, you know, athletics can lead you to that next step and, you know, with, with certain amount of luck and, and opportunity. So, but I know yeah. they're working hard, so that's great. Well, glad to hear Ryan's making that stride in life, hopefully doing something good with that big 10 and even possible MLB career. And, uh, especially for Jake as well, hitting that walk off pretty gosh darn cool i mean i wish that could have been jake honestly <laughs> and finally a couple more cool things have been going on in athletics track and field's been lighting it up on the track and um field as well there's been um three records gone down already this year in just the first um two meets i maybe three meets yep so in the first two meets three records were set and then in the third meet lucas beat his own record by four inches in long jump as a sophomore he jumps 22 feet we talked about Jesus. it last time. That that's absolutely that's crazy. Insane. <laughs> I that's watched, pretty long. I watched the video of him jumping. It looks like by like the end of his high school career, he could literally be jumping out of the flipping pit. Like yeah. he is at the end and he is a sophomore. Yeah, it's absolutely Jeez. crazy. I saw the same yeah. video and I could not believe it. No, I think even he's probably gonna improve this year, even past twenty two, because um he's just kind of like just raw talent right now. He's not really working mm -hmm. on a lot of, of techniques, so he could even have a lot of growth. I know Donnie, uh, your dad's helping out. I was going to say, I got an in on the track yeah. team. Who's been feeling, right. he's been uh, giving me the inside scoop and, you know, he's been telling me all these things about, you know, every, every week I ask him about how the track team's doing. And, you know, he's telling me like how crazy this kid is. And like, yeah. I mean, first he's setting records out the gate. It's insane mm -hmm. yeah. crazy that's so I mean, crazy and kent's is not known for their long jump really usually so to have him out there is pretty cool and then something we're kind of known for a girl's four by 16 was dusted and we mentioned that last week but i mean they they cruised through the school record at greg lust relays and then as well cameron um ella pitts through that two-person discus relay cam committed to um Mount Union for throwing. Uh, glad to hear that for her. But um, that was all I really uh, had down for what's going on at Bomberland right now, Mr. G. Did you have anything else going on that you think needs to be mentioned? Well, we're just prepping for the end of the year events. And, you know, I feel bad for Donnie and Jack as they listen. But, you know, we worked extremely hard to, to maintain what we lost last year um, for you guys. But, you know, I shared out a lot of information to the families of, of how we're still making modifications. Um, we are um, having prom, which I know you guys didn't have, but um, we're, we're lucky that we're restricted to a certain number, to 300. And Layla's been doing a fantastic job as, as class president and has, has really just owned all of prom. And we're, we're staying local this year, which is over at Sun Valley Party Center. And it's a senior only prom. So, oh, that is different. Yeah, it's different, but that's how we we're able to at least, uh, yeah, Braden's happy about that. But um, we're at least able to, you know, give the seniors the experience, you know, and 
and hopefully the juniors next year will will have that same experience. Is uh, are you going to try and have commencement in person? So we are. So that's the other large event, and um, those were kind of like the two wishes that um, our seniors cared most about was being together for prom and being together, you know, for graduation. Last year they didn't allow us to do anything for graduation um, as as a large group. And you guys remember walking the stage, which you mm-hmm. know, still was creative and, and nice. But um, we are going to be out on the on the uh, at the stadium on the football field. So each um, student will have um, each senior will have about four tickets. So we're allowing about twelve hundred spectators. And then there'll be a stage kind of like on the 50 yard line right in front of the star. And then, you know, all the students will be kind of set up around that stage, kind of on a half circle. And then we're going to just kind of, you know, replicate our regular commencement process. It's just outside. So Hmm. we're hoping for good weather. Um, We have a few rain dates already on the on the uh, calendar if it's not good for Tuesday, May 25th. So it's nice to hear for the seniors, especially just because, I mean, like we did at least get a junior prom. And I mean, we got some form of commencement, which I think was good. But it's nice to see that you guys like at least you know because you guys lost your junior prom and so it's nice that you at least get something yeah it's pretty cool to hear they're finally doing some stuff and i know layla put a lot of effort in to be able to have those things being um being up in the class and um, she was pushing for mr g to be able to get those things done and i'm sure having an outdoor graduation honestly sounds cooler in my opinion, I would rather be out on the uh, field and the track that I ran around for four years graduating around there than some random building. I think it's cool. Yeah. The only thing that I was upset about with commencement was I feel like for four years after watching my brother graduate, I was like, what move am I going to do when I get to the end of that stage? <laughs> and like, who am I going to do this move with? Like, I was like, I have to do a dance move or something. But, you know. Yeah, that, that's I, the I, only part. That's the only part. I guess everyone everyone said the one plus side of not doing uh, in person is you don't have to sit there for like four hours <laughs> <laughs> for like. Yeah, it was basically but, about ten minutes. You guys were in and out, but uh, yeah, the video turned out really nice last year. I will have to say so. I only saw the two classmates that were the last name in front of me and the last name behind me, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy to hear you guys had to go through that. But you know, it's behind us. We're going forward with something yeah. new and improved for the class. So I'm happy to hear they found something at least. And yeah, look at it in a positive light now. It's you know, kind of over feeling bad about it. Now yeah. it's kind of like now if one point I think we're just gonna look back and like oh, can you you believe how ridiculous this was? Like, I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. It may even be more special at the end of your life when you're looking back at it than just a regular graduation, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So Unique. I, exactly. I don't think we value that enough. And finally, Jack, I'm stealing it from you. We're uh-huh. on to hottest trends. Oh, man. Dang. Jack, go uh, ahead. We'll give you, you the can, mic. You again. can get one in there too. Hottest <laughs> trends. You got to make it sound more dramatic. Oh come I, on, Jack. You art guy, like you're pretty good at that stuff. I try my hardest. I, I, and do I, 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 I had to take it from you? I, no, I Brandon. I think, I think, I think you did a great job. Um, but I'm, I'm forgetting <laughs> why we even, why I did that in the first place for the for the podcast. I forget. I think it was like I was, I was thinking about the. Oh, like the 96 FM, like the transferring in or like the transitions, how they go really fast talking. And it's always like a, so that's what I did there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> little background. It didn't this, make much to know, sense Jack. to good me to when I was doing it, but you know, I, I just kind of figured, I mean, they did it last year. I feel like this tradition was kind of cool. Mr. G mentioned it to me after I didn't do it the first podcast. And I was like, yeah, we'll take it up. We'll do it. <laughs> And the first Thanks, one I got G. down, I mean, this isn't hot. It's been hotter before, but it's something that I know Mr. G will have no clue of, and it'll be really fun to tell him about. Dogecoin. Yeah. 
I have no okay. idea what that is. <laughs> so, Mr. G, we'll kind of mention this more because once I wrote this down, I was like, I mean, we could talk about this and are you down with that too? But this okay, is you like. You got to tell a... me too because I have no clue. Okay. Oh, oh I boy. have no clue either. Ten and information I just, hour. I, I had a feeling that Donnie would know about this for some reason just because I feel like this is a meme that Donnie would think's funny. Like you looked up. It's not even a meme at this point. It's just I it's know, legitimate. It's, it's very legit. It, so it started off as a joke cryptocurrency that was formed by these two guys since we're on computers. I got their names, Billy Marcus and Jackson Palmer. It has a picture of this meme dog on it. They call him Doge. But after kind of like the GameStop and all that like stock market games where people were like messing with the brokers and the, all that kind of like kind of just protesting almost if you like internet. Elon Musk made a tweet about Dogecoin and it was kind of already on the rise, but it like spiked from there. And it is now like a near in the top 25 of cryptocurrencies, like right around. It's like what Bitcoin is, but it started as a meme and it's now like an actual near form of currency. There's like a one fifth chance. I read that it reaches a dollar value this year. Jeez. Like, and once something reaches a dollar value, that's when you like. Well, because of how much like Bitcoin is worth, like that's insane to think about. Because I think it's like, what was it? It's like pennies, like like percentage. It was like started at percentages of pennies, and like, you know, it, I think that whole like GameStop thing as well. It just showed like the power of like really the internet because it just was a few people just like joking around and it was like a reddit chain and then you know elon musk makes a tweet and all of a sudden like our world economy is like scrambling to like <laughs> stop people from investing in gamestop it was like this is insanity yeah that whole situation is pretty cool honestly to see how people can like mess with the big people up there that kind of just get to play around with the stocks and nobody messes with them and to see everyone yeah. plummet and ruin yeah. their profits is pretty cool honestly yeah, but then like robin hood see i i invested in robin hood and i remember when that was happening i couldn't like um invest any more money into like a bunch of companies so they like i kind of just took out all my money because i was like all right i no longer want to be with this like platform yeah, exactly. I, that's like a dictator. They should not. They, I know people are talking about suing Robinhood for that, taking yeah. stock off the market. You can't really do that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I really wish I was into the stocks. I feel like there's a lot of money later in life that I could have, but I honestly just don't know. I don't know the single thing about investing. So you're a business major, sir. You're <laughs> well, a business I have an major. Investing class, well, they probably do, but I'm not taking it. You have a little time. You have a little time left. So I have we a little time left. On a resume. Yeah, to, what would you, you know. What would you clarify the time frame as? Like, what's the age well, that? I don't know how many college people are actually investing. Obviously, Donnie was playing with it a little bit, but it's something that you definitely need to consider like getting out of college, especially that when you first get that stable job, you know, you want to start investing small amounts and, you know, just small amounts. And so, you're, you know, you don't get used to you utilizing the entire gross paycheck. It's just, you know, you know, things are going out and that money is going to grow. Um, and if you do that and get to get used to that, um, you know, I think you might be a little bit more successful with investments versus jumping into it you know, maybe at my age. And um, so it, it, it's all about timing is what I would suggest. Yeah, Jack, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've looked into it. I know people at an and I have a, uh, I have an investment bank account. So, I mean, if you guys yeah. understand what that is, you kind of put money in and then an investor invests it for you, stuff like yeah. that. So I, I think, a, sorry, I, I think what scares people is like, they look at it like it's spending money. Like you think, oh, I'm putting a thousand dollars, like I'm spending a thousand dollars, but it's like, no, you're like very much so just like, you're going to make money unless you're really dumb or like really bad at managing your, your funds. Like you're, you're probably going to make money in the stocks if you just diversified enough. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty I mean, it's not foolproof, but there's definitely, it's definitely once you learn about it, 
making a small margin of profit. I'm not saying you're going to be Warren Buffett, but like you'll definitely not lose any. I don't think it's as big of a risk as a lot of people make it out to be. All right. I wrote down something that I am interested in. I don't know if you guys are Marvel fiends. Oh, dude, I'm so interested in this. The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I believe it's two episodes. I have not watched it yet. Is no, it, it's five episodes. It's five episodes. Okay. It's five and the sixth. They come out every Friday. Okay, good. And I, I kind of have, I've kind of honestly fell behind on this. I saw it come out. I saw it. Mr. Novak was like, this oh, TV show. All over it. He was like, he's like, that TV show is cool. He's like, I would recommend putting in hottest trends talking about it. And I had already yeah. heard about it. And I kind I of researched it a awesome. bit. I watched the trailer, some Captain America stuff going on in there, which makes me need to get interested in it. <laughs> it's because, very good. I mean, Jack, did you watch any of it yet? Yeah, I've, I'm completely caught up. Because I, I, um, I have Disney Plus and I just watch it the day that they, they come out. And the story is... I originally I saw the first episode and I thought it was pretty bad. Thought it was pretty slow, but then uh, it just keeps picking up. I'm really interested in where it's going. So to hear, I mean, Mister G, are you, I don't know have, how how up to date are you in, in Marvel? I'm way behind, guys. Oh, come <laughs> on, no, no, did, you, no. did you at least go to see it. Endgame and Infinity War for like the movie events of seeing them? I did not. I did not uh, see those yet. I'm sorry, Jack. Okay. <laughs> That's One like a big deal. That was up. like the I remember when Endgame came out. That was like the uproar of like near like a holiday. Like everyone was happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, that was like I thought it was like this is the equivalent of the Star Wars of like our generation. Like I guess there is still Star Wars in our generation, but like this was like huge. This was like like what you'd call just the blockbuster. It was yeah. That was yeah. Insane. Okay. Franchise. I can't films. believe you missed it, Layla. Are are you into it at all? Or... I haven't seen any. No. Nothing. Uh... And not even not even Star Wars, anything like that. I haven't seen. How can you just go life without watching that, like Star Wars or Marvel movies? <laughs> How could he not see just Spider Man every once in a while? Yeah, everyone's Wonder seen. Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman was okay, right? Did you guys? Wonder yeah, Woman Wonder was Woman. Awesome. Was 1984. 1984. That is DC. That's DC. DC with Batman and Superman. <laughs> oh, that's not Marvel. Okay. No, right. But Spider Man, Tobey Maguire, <laughs> those three movies. I mean, everyone's seen those three movies. <laughs> All Those right. Classics. Not, every, not everybody. <laughs> Finally, I mean, something that didn't pop in my head till I actually Layla wrote it down. But when she wrote it down, I knew this was perfect. I walking out of my house today, there's freaking snow. There's snow on the ground. What is going on? I was literally wearing shorts. I was wearing shorts yesterday in during the day. And then I went to my friend's place, and then when I came outside, it was like, it was, it was blanketed. Like, it was literally like December, the first snow of Christmas. It was beautiful outside. <laughs> so, do you guys get a lot of snow down there in Cincinnati? Um, no. Less than Cleveland. Less than Cleveland. Less than Cleveland. Cleveland. Sure. And I will say this because it is so funny to see people in – Cincinnati who are from Cincinnati or from Kentucky or these southern states be like oh my god like the snow it's so bad like how can you drive and I'm like you've never experienced <laughs> the lake Ohio effect weather. snow right. of northeast I'm like these guys are they're they're wimps I mean <laughs> they don't know how to hang they just can't deal with it and they'll always say it'll be like 30 degrees or like 37 degrees and like kind of windy and they'll be oh I'm so cold and I'm like fine yeah. <laughs> no but we did get about four inches uh not enough to cancel school though but it was a um you know another springs another spring snow the field is covered so lacrosse might be out tonight so we'll see what happens cool. again students that are air testing the, uh, tomorrow i hear the <laughs> takes you back right Set a reminder yeah. on your phone to bring your charger to school Thank you. No, thank you, Mrs. Tolsky. <laughs> when do All you right. guys um? When do you guys end? By the way, 
I was kind of curious. Uh, June 2nd is the last day for underclassmen. So June. Wow. It wow. is crazy. I am going. Well, we come back. I, I mean, uh, Memorial Day is a little bit later. So it's the 30th of May. And then so we have two days because remember, I don't know if you know this, but Kenson started two weeks later in the school year um, just because of COVID. So we can get everything set up. So, um, yeah, we're. We're coming back after Memorial for two days, and mm. it'll be a uh, it'll still be a, a a modified schedule. So we're not giving final exams. Um, it's okay. still going to be an assessment day where you're kind of closing out that class, but not necessarily a weighted final like um, you know we've had in the past. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty different. They, I, I understand why they had to do it. Being in school in June is going to be so painful, so painful. <laughs> It's only two days. It shouldn't be that bad. I yeah. guess. All right. Uh, down to the next one. Are you down with that? I was really struggling, guys. I mean, I was really struggling to come up with some. One thing yesterday, Apple came out. It came out with some cool things. And they released this new colorway of iPhone. It is, like, purple. Like, I'm telling you, like, purple, purple, I'm pretty sure. Purple iPhones? Yes, and I honestly could never rock a purple iPhone. I'll be honest. I don't think I could do it. I'm telling you right now, I feel like people that um, that are like rappers are going to love those. Especially, like if they do it, if they're like, um, did they just do purple or is it multiple colors? I, I heard purple was a big thing. I was looking for some stuff. I saw the Apple thing. Mr. Novak mentioned purple iPhone to me. I Googled it. It's purple. I didn't hear any other um, any other colors, honestly. But yeah, looking at this, it is like it is like violet. Like it's purple. Then that's the only color they really release. Yep, it's bright. Like it's all purple. The whole sides are purple. I don't know. I think more options, are, you, know, you know, as a consumer, you just having more options is not a bad thing. So there's going to be the purple lover fans out there. But, I mean, they still got all the other just normal ones. So, True. yeah, I'm, purple. Pretty... I'm down. I'm down with it. Uh, you know, more choice. So I guess I'm also works. down with it. All right. Layla, are you down with that? Yeah, I think I'd, I would get the purple. I would probably be one to get the purple iPhone. I think I'm realizing who would get the purple iPhone and who wouldn't get the purple iPhone. And the four guys wouldn't get the purple iPhone, but the girl <laughs> would get the purple iPhone. So I think I know what Apple's well, doing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Consumer. You're, they're, they're targeting consumers. No, it makes complete sense. And uh, on to the next one, boys and Layla. Are we good with cryptocurrency? That's something pretty big coming out right now. Kind of. Not yet. But I have a feeling it's going to mess with some things. Do we think it's a good thing, bad thing? What do we think? I, yeah, we kind of talked about it. I mean, but I mean, Donnie knows more about this than I do. (laughs) But um, I think it's kind of it's cool. It's kind of interesting how it all works. And at the same time, you know, if you're smart enough and you have enough money to build your own crypto mining rig. And I mean, truly, there's there's like a life career there for you if you dedicate so much time for it. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think it's um, I think it's just interesting to. So I'm down with it. I'm. It's kind of cool how the effect it has on, you know, the economy and stuff. Jack, that sounded so broad. I'm sorry. The effect on the economy. <laughs> I don't know what cryptocurrency or how it works, but I think it's cool and interesting. So I think it should stay. That's I, I think. Point. Yeah, it's a pretty. There's a pretty. Um, I, I have a love hate with it. I think that it's. It could be like this universal currency that, like you know, everyone uses now because it, you know, it's just one singular thing. Um, but at the same time, I also see how it could just end up like the money we already use in terms of if somebody get, collects a lot of it, they can control how much to distribute and then inflation like back to normal, like just regular stuff. And I, I don't know. It just kind of seems like a new form, but I don't really think it's I don't know if it's going to have the effect that some people think it will have. But who knows? Maybe it will. I personally think it's cool, but honestly, I don't think 
we need it. Like if it was ever going to change how real money is, I personally just don't see the point. I don't see a problem with what our economy is now. I don't know why anything like internet money, I wouldn't, I just don't think it needs to be changed the way we print money and stuff like that. So I'm personally, I'm down with the idea of where it is right now, like stocks and everything and kind of in that realm. But I don't think I'd be down with like the crazy growth of cryptocurrency. Yeah, I would I agree feel like with what Brady. I said had yeah. nothing to do with what the topic was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Let's. It's still early, so maybe a couple of years. We'll see how much impact it does have. So, um, I'm down with anyone that has passion for that to research it and and try to make change for the better or to make change for profit. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. All right. And uh, next thing. I, I wrote this down because I swear every single fast food company is coming out with a crispy chicken sandwich. Not a regular ch- chicken sandwich, crispy chicken sandwich. And I have not had a bad one yet. Not a bad You're one. Me hungry. I, I don't think it's possible. This is like, this needs to turn into like the regular like chicken tender at like a fast food company because it's beautiful. Do you guys have, um, Chicken sandwiches at the food courts. Stop time. If we get lucky. Brayden. What? Were you going on something there, Jack? No, I was. No, I'm saying if we get lucky, sometimes in the food courts we get chicken sandwiches, and then sometimes we get chicken nuggets. But most of the time, it's it's really, really, really mediocre pizza. I'm just saying. Like that's all food. Oh courts. my god. <laughs> You say if we get lucky, we get chicken sandwiches. Um, I don't know if I'd call that luck by any means. Uh, Braden, you said you've never had a bad chicken sandwich, but uh, the ones at at the UC dining halls are by no means glamorous. Um, We do have a Chick-fil-A. We got a Cane's. And, uh, you know, those are are the kind of go-tos, but, yeah, I mean, I guess every place does have a chicken sandwich. And, of course, I'm down with that. I I'm down with more chicken sandwiches, too. Layla, are you down with the idea of uh, constant chicken sandwich growth? Oh, I am, too. So then, Brayden, if you haven't had a bad one, what has been your favorite? (sighs) (laughs) I need need no comments from anyone here. But the McDonald's crispy chicken sandwich was really good. So you're saying, yeah. T- yeah, I mean, it's cheap too. There's an argument there, Braden. Bringing price in, McDonald's without price, raising canes, kind of rate sitting in there never messes up at all, Chick fil A. What was the trend? What was the trend last year, though, on chicken sandwiches? I Popeyes. We had this discussion. Popeyes. It was a Popeye. Yeah. Okay. I still have never had one of those. Still haven't had it either. But that was definitely one of the trends last year we talked yes. about. Yes. Yeah. I feel yeah. it. See, it's a reoccurring trend, which means it's never going away, which is exactly what you want to hear. And finally, uh, we're going on a good amount of time here as the bell rings. I yeah. think we're going to go down to inspirational quote. I wrote one because this one's really close to my heart. I hear it about every single day. And while it's short, uh, Success is a Choice by Kenson Coach here, Chris Akis. Um, Every day, all of us make a choice to get out of bed. All of us make a choice to perform well in class, join that Zoom, join that Google Meet for Donnie and Jack, um, (laughs) get in our cars, swiping off the snow this morning, getting to school we make that choice to have a successful day i'm gonna go out to track practice after this and um it's big in cross country making that split second decision to run faster um success is a choice in everything you do in life and i think coach ickes for me embodies that and everything he does at kenson high school outside of here he puts in a lot of time and uh, that was my inspirational quote for the day was success is a choice chris ickes uh how how does that resonate with uh you two out in cincy Oh, man, anything Chris Ickes says always resonates with me, always hits home. Um, success is a choice. It's truly it, – it's it's. Um, I like that a lot because, you know, when you wake up for stuff, it's so easy right now to just fall asleep during these online classes, completely shut your camera off. But, like, um, most of the teachers here at um, – 
and and uh, Cincinnati, they say, yeah, you can do that. You can turn your camera off. You can cheat on the test. But at the same time, you're paying to go here. You're paying to learn some stuff. So really, success is your choice. You can just pass the class if you want and get no information out of it and learn nothing. Or you can actually try and get something out of it and then actually expand your knowledge of what you are paying for. So it all really comes down to, you know, what Coach Ica said, success is a choice. So I like that a lot. Um, this kind of reminds me of something like Kobe Bryant said when he was talking about his like wake up and his schedule for like how he became one of the best players and how relentless he was. And I just think it's like you make that choice to get up and like, you know, work as hard as you can every day. And like, you know, that's what ultimately gets you to any goal you have. Yeah, Mr. G, um, any interpretation on this one? Well, I think um, it's your inner drive, you know, you're making that choice to do things to better yourself, to improve yourself. Um, like Donnie said, reaching those goals, but it, it really starts with, with your day and what you want to accomplish. In the most important sense, I think we're paused here, but um, no, back. I think, you know, back on, but uh like you guys talked about with, with coach Ickes and, and he really believes in um, kind of that positive mindset that you, that you got to have each and every day to be successful. So um, choose wisely, right? Every day. Yeah. And finally, Layla. I mean, I think you guys hit it straight home. Um, it really, again, continues from kind of the quote we talked about last week. Just like if, for those to remind those of you, um, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So it's, again, the same. You have to wake up, start your day, do what you need to do in order to get and accomplish those goals that you set for yourself. Exactly. And with that, uh, the insp inspirational quote by Chris Ickes, we are going to close out um, episode 26 of the podcast. Um, uh, Donnie, Jack, do you guys have anything to say? Uh, thank, uh, what was, uh, no, I know what uh, I'm saying. Thanks I, for having us. It's been a pleasure as always. And I will smell you later. <laughs> I don't know what my staple was, but Your staple uh, is still uh, a staple. Man, my name is, oh, it was, my name is Jack Kasorik. Uh, oh no, it's, been, I, I forget, whatever. But thanks for having <laughs> me guys. It was great. It was fun. <laughs> I love podcasting. It's amazing. Alrighty, I appreciate you two guys getting on here. Uh, Jack helping me set this up, reaching out to Donnie for me, you guys too, getting on the Google Meet, coming here. We always appreciate your kind words, and uh, you guys did great on the podcast last year, and I appreciate you kind of handing off the torch to me and Layla. And uh, for all of us here at the Principals Podcast, I'm Braden Hunt, and as always, in Ron Burgundy style, you stay classy, Kensington community. <laughs> Again, huge, huge thank you to Jack and Donnie. Um, and for those of you here, I'm Layla Gilbert here thanking you for tuning in. It's been a fun one. See you later, alligator. No, it's definitely been a pleasure uh, con connecting with you guys again. Um, I wish you best of luck. Keep working hard. Stay focused on everything. Close out those, those final exams and uh, have a good rest of the year. So this is Mr. G and I'm signing off. Uh, remember to get after something in your life. Enjoy your passions. Read a book. Reach out to an old friend. Accept the grind. And most importantly, believe in yourself. This is all for episode 26 of the Principles Podcast. Have a great rest of the week.